Hey friends, what's up? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're starting Davchov Gimel Daf 23 of Mesech the Yuvomis. Friends, when does this parak end? Let's see. Davchov Vav. Alright, we've got a few more pay, a few more dapim of Ketzad Eishes Ochov Shloi Bolam. What do we get up to? Arba Achin Shneimem Nesun Shte Achayos. Ooh, really doesn't let up, huh? Yuvomis really is what it sounds like. Yuvomis. It's not like Yuvamis and, and, um, I don't know. It's not like Yuvamis and, uh, um, I don't know, Harry Potter. It's Yuvamis. Talks about Yuvamis the whole time. Friends, today we're going to just talk about, um, continue talking about sleeping with your sister. Don't do it. As I've said in past episodes of Babylon Talmud. Don't do it. And then uh, we move on to a new Mishnah, which talks about Yibum. <laughs> All right. Um, where are we going to start? We're going to start with Chavbez um, about six lines from the bottom. Friends, who can explain to me the Kasha? Who can explain to me the Kasha? The Kasha is the following. That we had seen yesterday. What happens if you sleep with your sister who is also your father's wife's daughter? <laughs> so the Chacham said you chayv twice. Rabbi Yosef Yudah says you chayv once. Now the Chacham said you chayv twice because there's two psukim. Right? One pasuk talks about um, um, the other pasuk says ervas bas eishes avicha. So one one pasuk says the erva of your daughter, who's the you know the, the son, the daughter of your father. The other one says the daughter of your father is married to your mother. Why do you need two? Why do you need both of those psukim? So the rabbanon said, well, you need both psukim to teach that you're chayv twice. Uh, Rabbi Yosef says, no, you only chayv once. Well, if you only chayv once, then what do you do with the second pasuk? So that's the kasha according to Rabbi Yosef Okay. So Rabbi Yosef Yehuda, Haibas Eishes Avich Mayavadlis. So what does Rabbi Yosef Yehuda do with the pasuk that talks about the daughter of your father's wife? So Mibayle, he needs it for the following situation: Mishiyeshlo Ishus Lavichaba. That you're only chayiv uh, for for sleeping with your sister uh, if she was born to a woman who your father has the ability to be married to. Prat to exclude. Um, to the exclusion of your sister who was born to a uh, Canaanite maidservant or to a non-Jew. Um, in that case, there's no issues. It's not marriage. right? When a person gets married, there's issues. Right? They're married. If a Yid marries a Shifchor or an Ovedes Kochovim, it's not marriage. Um, and therefore... Any sister that you might have from that union um, will not be considered your sister. And if you sleep with her, well then uh, you won't be chayv uh, karis. What's the punishment for sleeping with your sister? I, th- I think it's just karis, right? We don't like stone you or burn you or anything, right? Or do we? I can't remember. Friends, maybe somebody write into WhatsApp. Uh, tell us what, uh, if you want. Otherwise, I can just Google it or something. Um, fine. The truth is, ugh, I'm not. I'm not googling the defense. We have stuff to do. Uh, 
Um, so to the exclusion of your sister who was born to your father um, from a uh, Canaanite maidservant or a Ovedes um, Fine. But maybe I'll say that it's to exclusion to the exclusion of your sister that was born, uh, unfortunately, through uh, a rape. So in that case, um, so I might think, you know, in that case, your your father is not married to this woman, um, and and um, therefore, maybe what I'll say is that when it says. Um, um, somebody that your father has issues with to the exclusion of an anusa so 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 I'll say that maybe your sister from an anusa uh, uh, would not be the violation of the erva of your sister so no you can't say that if you sleep with your sister uh, from uh, who's the daughter of an anusa so then um, it, it's trouble so um, like Rave. The Rav Rami, Rav asks the final question. On the one hand, on the one hand, we have a pasuk that says the nakedness of the daughter of your son or the daughter of your daughter do not reveal. But it doesn't say anything about your wife's daughter's daughter or your wife's son's daughter. We have a pasuk that says ervas isho vita lo sigale is bas bino ves bas bito. Yet we have another pasuk that says that the nakedness of a woman and her daughter uh, do not reveal, and the daughter of her daughter and the daughter of her son. So on the one hand, the first pasuk seems to be implying that specifically um, the, the, this guy's uh, right, this fellow's um, grand. Excuse me. Uh, the, 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 the daughter of uh, his son and uh, the daughter of his daughter, implying that the daughter of his uh, wife's uh, daughter or the, 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 the daughter of his wife's daughter, the daughter of his wife's son would not be a violation of erva. But then we specifically says that a woman and her daughter and her daughter's daughter and her son's daughter. So, okay, Tzad, what's the deal? Kanba Onsen Kambini Suit. So, um, it depends if we're talking about um, uh, ones or nisun. So one, one. So the first pasuk that says that a fellow is unable to sleep with um, uh, the, his daughter's daughter or his son's daughter, that is talking about in the case of an anusa, right? So when it comes to uh, if if a fellow rapes a woman, so then. Uh, and they have a child, so then he can't like marry the child of that child. But um, but if this woman has children from other men, so he theoretically would be able to marry those children. However, when it comes to your wife, so then also her children are kind of um, off. Uh, you know, can't you can't uh, you can't marry any of her children or anything like that. But we see that when it comes to an anusa, his Children are considered as children, and therefore, if he has a son, he has a daughter from an anusa. So then, they would be, you know, then they wouldn't be able to sleep with each other either. Um, moving on, so we see that, uh, you know, to to to, to suggest that um, sleeping with your uh, sister from an anusa, it's to to to, su- to suggest that that would be okay. Um, is you can't do that because of of, of Rabba's uh, limud over here. Prat 
but maybe I'll suggest that it's to the exclusion of Chavilavin. I don't know, so like, let's say you have a, uh, a Grusha to a Koyin, right? They're not allowed to do that. So maybe if they have a daughter, that daughter is excluded. So Amr Papa Chavilavin Tafsibu Kedushin. But no, that's not an option because Chavay uh, Lavin, there is issues starting, right? They are, they are married. And, uh, meaning they're not supposed to. It's a lav. I guess if you get warned, maybe we pull out the whip and, uh, you know, uh, you know what I mean. But, uh, whip, whip the fellow. Um, with witnesses and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so, uh, where am I? Okay. So, and, um, a, 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 uh, are not, uh, wait, what? So, so when it comes to Chavilavin, so, so, so while you can't, um, marry these people, but if you do get married, so then it's a, it is a marriage. So therefore, um, the children wouldn't be able to sleep with each other. Dixiv is the Pazuk says, Kisiena leish te noshim, ahasahuva, ahasahuva, It's a Pazuk, the beginning of Parshas Kisetse, I believe, that it talks about the, um, Eishasifas Tor. Well, then right, I think actually right after the Eishasifas Tor, it says, Kisiena leish te noshim, that if a fellow has two wives, one of them he loves, one of them he hates, he can't, um, um, give precedence, he can't, um, favor the child of the woman that he loves, in order to give that child a larger inheritance. Um, no, if the firstborn comes from the, from the wife that he hates, so tough noogies, you gotta give, he, right, that, that, that fellow gets the inheritance, the double portion. So now, um, so says the Gemara, um, right, so let's read that again. Kisiyan al-ish shtenoshim, a fellow has two wives, sahuva, one he loves, that one he hates. Now one second. Fact Gemara. What do you, does it really enter your mind to think that because this fellow loves a certain woman or hates a certain woman that he can choose who gets pre- precedence in, in, in the halachas of inheritance? The halachas of inheritance are regard, regardless of who he loves and who he hates. The firstborn gets a double portion. I don't care who, right, 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 who, how much you love or hate his mother. So, that would be obvious to say that you can't just choose who gets a double portion. Ella, ahuva, ahuva binisuel, snua, snua binisuel. No, what it means is that one of them is loved in, like, the Abishter loves the marriage. Or one of them is the Abishter hates the marriage. I.e., it was, it was in a love, right? Like, let's say it was a marriage that wasn't supposed to happen because it's not allowed according to the Torah. But nonetheless, it says kisiena leish, when there will be. And that's like, right? Havoya is marriage. And therefore, we see that even when it comes to Chayvei Lavin, it's still considered marriage. And if it's considered marriage, so then we're saying that the um, uh, you would be unable to sleep with your sister from that marriage. So, go find something else to do. Ve'ema prat l'chayvei kresos. So maybe I'll say it's the exclusion of people who are chayv, right? If your father slept with somebody who's chayv kars, it would be chayv kars for that. Um, and then, so that daughter... From from that, maybe I'll say that if uh, the son sleeps with the daughter, so then that would be excluded from the consequences of sleeping with your sister. So says Rave that look the pasuk says the nakedness of your sister who is the daughter of your father or the daughter of your mother. 
Whether she's born in the house or outside the house, what does it mean? Ben she'om lo lavicha kayim, ben she'om lo lavicha hotzei, v'amrach manachoschei. That whether this is um, a, a woman that we say to your father, keep her, or you have to get rid of her because it's an erva, nonetheless, it says achoschei. It's your sister. So we see that even by Arias, right? Even by Chayvikrasis, nonetheless, we're saying, well, it's still considered your sister. But one second, one second, one second. So we're saying that basically, because there's no issues by Chayvikrasis, so, so, meaning even though there's no issues, there's no marriage by Chayvikrasis that you have to, you, you can't be together. And nonetheless, we're saying it's still your sister, and you can be chayv for sleeping with your sister from that marriage. And yet, when it comes to shivcha novedis kochavim, we're saying that because there's no ishus, they're excluded from the sleeping with the sister consequences. So now, but one second, I don't understand. How, how are we deciding what we're including and what we're excluding when we have two different scenarios where there's no ishus, where there's no marriage there, and it's impossible to have marriage there, and still... In one case, we're considering the daughter to be your sister, and in the other case, we're not. Let's say that this concept of whether or not your father is allowed to marry this person, we still consider the daughter to be your sister. Maybe I'll say that that's talking about a shifcha and an obedes kochavim, that even though there's no ishus, Still, the daughter would be considered your sister. So then the Gemara says, yeah, but don't say that. Because it says, The daughter of the wife of your father. Your father has to be able to marry there. Marry them. To the exclusion of your sister from a shifcha or an ovedes kochavim. But umara isa. But the Gemara says, but still, I, I, you could say the same thing about the the the, the, the about the krasus. You could say the same thing about the krasus. That you know, probably Some of your father, somebody your father actually has issues, is able to marry. So let's say to the exclusion of of krasus. So why are we saying that shivcha and obedes kochavim is excluded? I'll say that chayve krasus is excluded. Friends, you understand uh, what the problem is over here. This doesn't make any sense. It seems arbitrary. Sanford the Gemara, it's not arbitrary. Mistavro chayve kresus havale lirabos. It makes sense to say that, look, if we have to choose one situation to include in the, in the, in the, in the prohibition and one situation to exclude from the prohibition, it makes sense to include the chayve kresus in the prohibition. She can tafsibah in kedushin la'alma. Because anybody else can marry them, right? Your sister. You can't marry your sister, but somebody else can. To the exception of Shivcha Vavedis Kochavim, it's just not Shaykh for a Yid to marry a Shivcha or Vavedis Kochavim. But Adrab, affecting Maral, argued the opposite. Shivcha Vavedis Kochavim, Havale Lerabos, the Megaira Lidide, Nami Tafsiba Lidide, Nami Tafsiba Kadushin. Yeah, but what if they convert? Oh, what if they convert, friends? And Vavedis Kochavim converts, all of a sudden, all of a sudden you can, you can get married. Yet your sister is still not allowed. So the gufa but like we learned about yesterday, yeah. But when somebody converts, it's like a different person. It's like not even that same person anymore. So if we're talking about a shifchan and kochavim and mele, it means pre-conversion because post-conversion they're not the same. 
Shifcha Unovedes Kuchovim anymore. So anyways, that is why we say that Shifcha Unovedes Kuchovim is excluded from uh, the consequences of sleeping with your sister if that uh, if your sister comes from Shifcha uh, or Unovedes Kuchovim, but we include Chayvei um, Kresus um, because nonetheless, to other people, they can they can marry these people, isn't they? And now, Frakti Gemara, Rabban Lemutei Shifcha Unovedes Kuchovim Menalu. So now how do the um, rabbis know to exclude the your sister who was born from a shifcha v'avedes kochavim, right? Uh, because we just use this pasuk to exclude your sister from a shifcha or an avedes kochavim from uh, from this pasuk, right? According to Yosef Abuda, from this pasuk of bas eishes avicha. But the rabbis learn from that pasuk that you chayiv twice, right, for your sister and for your father's wife's daughter. So, how do they know that if you sleep with your sister, who is the daughter of a shifcha or an avedis kochavim, that uh, you, I guess you're Well, they learned it out from the pasuk by uh, in the beginning of Parshas Mishpatim that uh, when if you have an eved ivri who's married to a shifcha kenainis and then he goes free. Says that the that the woman and her daughter should be to the master. So we compare the woman to her daughters that are that uh, and her cho- the woman to her children that her children are like her and therefore memele if her children are like her. So then um, they uh, you know you wouldn't be chayev for uh, sleeping with them because she's a kaninus. Fine. And Rabbi Yosef Abiyuda says, um, But we're talking about two things, right? Meaning, you have the pasuk of but that's in the context of a shifcha. When we have this pasuk of uh, so that is talking about uh, to right to exclude in Ovedis So we need to exclude um, a shifcha and Ovedis Kochavim separately. We need both examples. Um, the Ashmin and Shifcha, because if we would only exclude a uh, the daughter of a Shifcha, Shum de Einla Chayis. Well, that's because a uh, Canaanite uh, maid servant does not have um, familial, right? Uh, halachically, doesn't have any familial relationships. But a non-Jewish, uh, a Gentile woman does have familial relations. She has a father, she has a mother. It's not considered like she's disconnected from everybody. So therefore, I might think that um, sleeping with a sister from an Ovedis Kochavim might be a problem. So therefore, we need to also exclude the Ovedis Kochavim from the Pasuk of Baseshu Savicho. So, so we have to exclude Bas Ovedis Kochavim from there. Viashminun Ovedis Kochavim. And if we would only have the case of the Ovedis Kochavim, Mishum de lo Shaycha be mitzvis. Because Ovedis Kochavim doesn't have any responsibility to do any mitzvis whatsoever. She's a Gentile woman. She doesn't have to do any mitzvis. And therefore, maybe that's why her daughter is excluded from the uh, prohibition of sleeping with one's sister. Haval Shifcha de Shaycha be mitzvis. But a um, Canaanite maidservant who. Um, is shaykh to mitzvahs that, right? A, 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 a Canaanite maidservant is shaykh, is, is chayvahs and mitzvahs like a woman is chayvahs and mitzvahs. So, Emalo, so maybe I'll say that her daughter is included in the prohibition against sleeping with your sister. Tzvichah, that's why we need both, um, uh, um, verses. One to exclude the daughter of a shifcha kenainis and the other to exclude the daughter of, 
in Ovedes Kochavim. And if you're going to, wait, where am I? I did I just skip? Now, according to the rabbis, that's why we need both the puzzle by the Shifcha Kanainis and by the Ovedes Kochavim. And according to the rabbis, according to the rabbis, that um, according to the rabbis, so so they learn out from the other two psukim that um, you have two twice for sleeping with your sister, who's also your father's wife's daughter, and they use a haisha viladea to teach us by a shifcha at least. But that, right, so that pasuk of Aisha Viladeo is by the con, in the context of a shifcha kneinus. How do I know about an ovedes kochavim? So if you're going to say, well, I know by a shifcha kneinus, so the same applies to ovedes kochavim. But hanumatzich tzvicha, we just explained why you can't simply learn out um, shifcha kneinus and ovedes kochavim one from the other because you know you can make arguments that you know if you only had one, you wouldn't necessarily know the other. So Omer Biyochem Mishum Mishum Ben Yochai Omer Kro. So it says, Biochel in the name of Shim ben Yochai, that the Pasuk says, Kiasiyaz bincho meachorai. That this is talking about if your daughter marries a uh, Gentile fellow. So it says that the Gentile fellow is going to bring your son astray. What's the, what does that mean? Bincho Yisrael is kari bincho ven bincho ba meovedes kochavim kari bincho. What that means, what, what, what the Pasuk is saying under the surface, is that, well, if your Jewish daughter marries a Gentile fellow, so Yasir is bincha, that child who's born from your Jewish daughter is going to be your son. He's going to be a Yid. The problem is that the Gentile fellow is going to not send him to Cheder. He's not going to raise him as a Yid. And he's going to bring him, he's going to lead him astray. But nonetheless, it calls him bincha, your, 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 your son. And therefore, um, a child born, born to your Jewish daughter is a Yid. Um, but if your uh, son who's a Yid marries a, a, a woman who's a Gentile, so that child born to the Gentile woman will, will, will not be a Yid. Um, rather, she is called her daughter. So, so what do we see? So it's considered her daughter, not your daughter. And therefore, that the, so we see that the daughter of a Gentile a woman is not considered your daughter, it's considered her daughter, and therefore, if one of your other children uh, sleep with her, it will not be in violation of uh, sleeping with one's sister. Ravina says, Ravina, Shmamino, Baz Bitro, Abomino, Ovid, Kuchovim, that the, I'm sorry, Ben Bitro, Abomino, Ovid, Kuchovim, that if your daughter marries a Gentile fellow, and then there is a, a, a grandson, Kari Bincha is called your son, Lamech Sav Ravina. Let's say that Ravina holds Ovid Kuchavim Ve'evid Habalbas Yisrael. That if a um, Gentile uh, a servant or or simply a Gentile has a child with a uh, Jewish woman, Havlad Kosher, the um, Vlad is Kosher. Is is Kosher. Nehim uh, So this is Machlokas uh, later on. Apparently, where is this? And hey, can't wait. About is you know if if a if a Jewish woman has a child with a Gentile fellow, so is the child considered kosher or not? So let's say that from the fact that Ravina is saying that the that this child is a yid, so that means that the child is kosher. 
What we're saying is that he's a yid. Doesn't mean that he's a kosher yid. He might be a posel yid. Now, fact the Gemara, for one second. So this posuk of kiasir's bin chomei is specifically regarding the seven nations that the yidin found in Eretz Yisrael. How do we know, how do we know that it talks about all Gentiles? So kiasir lirabus kolam asirim. When it says ki yasir, well, because he will lead the, 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 the Jewish child astray, so that comes to include all of the astray leaders. And therefore, that includes all Gentiles, not just the seven nations. So now, this machlokas about can you be Dorish time of the crow? Who can tell me what that means? It means, can you sort of read between the lines in a pasuk? Therefore, can we basically on our own logically um, conclude that, well, why, you know, what will happen if a Jewish woman marries a Gentile fellow? Well, don't do it because the Gentile fellow will lead your, the, 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 the uh, Jewish yingle astray. So we don't need the Pasuk to tell us that. We could deduce it on our own, right? Darish time of the crop. We could deduce it on our own. So says the Gemara, Says the Gemara, Hanichal Reb Shimon. So I understand according to Reb Shimon, the Darish time of the Kra. The Reb Shimon says, Yeah, you could do that. You can sort of read between the lines in a pasuk. In which case, I don't need the pasuk to say Kiasir as bin Chomei I don't need the pasuk to explain why a Jewish woman should not marry a Gentile fellow because he's going to lead the child astray. I don't need the pasuk to tell me that. I can deduce it on my own. So why does the pasuk nonetheless include it? Well, we can learn something from there. What we learn out is that. Um, it even applies to all the the, 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 the the Gentile nations, not just the seven nations. But according to the rabbis who say you can't just read between the lines in a pasuk, and therefore I, I need the pasuk to explain its intention, which is that kiasir has bin So if that's the case, then how do I know to include all the other Gentile nations? So Tana de Well, the Tana who's arguing against Rabbiosa Bibura is Taka Rib Shimon. Was Darish time of the and that's how we can understand that it's talking about all the Gentile uh, nations, and that's how we know that um, when it comes to Gentile nations, their children are not considered your children, and therefore, if your son sleeps with their child, who's technically your son's sister, uh, it will not be in violation of the problem against sleeping with your sister. Friends, now we get up to a new Mishnah, and Avchov Gimel Medbez, also talking about Yibum and Chalitza and all of these things. Friends, you hear this? You have a friend. Let's call him Reuven. Reuven is Mekadesh, Sarah and Rivka. Sarah and Rivka are sisters. No, I messed that up. He's Mekadesh, Sarah or Rivka. Sarah and Rivka are sisters. Basically, Reuven is Makadesh, either Sarah or Rivka, you can't, you can't quite remember. I, I'm curious what the, uh, sort of context of this betrothal was. But anyways, Mishakidish Achas Achayos. So Reuven was, uh, Mikadesh, one of two sisters. Ve'ein Yodea Eze Me'en Kiddish. Maybe they're identical twins. He, and he, he was Mikadesh, one on the left, turns around for a second, and now he can't remember which one's which. Maybe that's what happened. No sin get lazo, get lazo. So, 
divorce both of them and like that uh, you know you know let's put this behind us accidentally married somebody who you're not sure who it was just divorce both of them and and and, and there won't be any marriage there anymore mace what happens if he dies there's no children so now what he was married to one of these sisters doesn't know which one he's dead Shimon's like, all right, what do I do? He's got his brother Shimon. So now Shimon's got to do Yibum with one of them, but he doesn't know which one. So he does Chalitza with both of them. He does Chalitza with both of them. All right. What if he had two brothers? So Ruvain was Makadesh, either Sarah or Rivka. And... Uh, He's not sure which one. He dies. Now he's got his brothers, Shimon and Levi. So Echad Cholitz. So one of them does Chalitza with one of the sisters. Right? So let's say um, 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 Ruvain does Chalitza with Sarah. And then if Shimon wants to, he could do Yibum with Rivka. But if they both did Yibum, then they shouldn't do it, but, but it works anyway. So, so let's just back up for a second. So there are two brothers, Shimon and Levi. And, right, meaning Reuben, Reuben was Makadish, either Sarah or Rivka. I can't remember which one. Reuben dies. There's no children. Um, now you have Shimon and Levi. So what the Mishnah suggests is that Shimon must do Chalitza with Sarah, let's say. One of them. Let's say Sarah. So Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah. And then, and the point being, we don't know if Ruvain was married to Sarah or to Rivka. So by doing Chalitza with Sarah, so at least like, okay, so if Sarah was Ruvain's wife, so Shimon just did Chalitza with Sarah. Rivka is now, you know, there was never any, she was never married to Ruvain, so it's just, you know, besides the point. And we're saying that Levi can either do Chalitza with Sarah. Now again, we don't know if Reuben was married to Sarah or to Rivka, but we're saying if, if it was the case that Reuben was married to Sarah and Shimon did Chalitza with Sarah, so now, technically speaking, um, Levi can do Yibum with Sarah, uh, with, with, with Rivka, right? Now, of course, it wouldn't be Yibum because Rivka was never married to Reuben, but the point is he could marry Sarah uh, Rivka, and then either way, Kailu, um, meaning either he could do Chalitza, which, of course, either way, this wouldn't be Hebrew, right? He's basically just marrying Sarah. Now, in the, uh, Rivka. Now, in the event that it was the opposite, that, um, actually, Ruven was married to Rivka, so again, it's fine, because Shimon does Yibum with, da, da, does Chalitza with Sarah, who was never married to Ruven, anyways, but we don't know that. So Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, which is essentially irrelevant because Sarah was never married to Ruvain. But now you get to Rivka, who was actually Ruvain's wife. And if Levi does Yibum with Rivka, so that's fine, it's Yibum. So Kilu, we're saying Shimon has to do Chalitza with Sarah. Once Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, if Levi wants, and I guess I, I certainly 
ideally we would want Rivka to want as well. You know, I know that the Gemara has said that, you know, Yibum could work even against her will, but I, I, I'm, I'm certain that that is not what we would, that, that, that would not be acceptable. Meaning, you know, make her a din, it would be considered Yibum, but obviously that, 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 that is not something that would be okay. Um, now, for other reasons. So now, now, but getting back to this case, once Shimon has done Chalitza with Sarah to basically remove any doubt around that, so then, so then, so then Levi can then do Yibum with Rivka. And then either way, if Rivka was actually married to, um, um, Ruven, so then, Levi's doing Yibum with Rivka. If Rivka was not married to Ruvain, so he's married Rivka. So Kilu, as long as Shimon does Chalitza with Sarah, Levi and Rivka can either do Yibum or Chalitza, whatever. Um, either way. Now, the Mishnah says, Kadmu v'kansu ein motzim If, um, if, um, um, if, they just both did Yibum. So now we would not recommend that they both do Yibum because what will happen is, is that, um, because what would happen is, is that, so if Shimon does Yibum with Sare, so what happens if Ruven was really married to Rivka? That would mean that Rivka is really the one with the Zika and by Shimon marrying, doing Yibum with Sare, who really it's not Yibum because Sare was never married to Ruvain, but he's basically just marrying Sare. If, 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 um, Shimon does Yibum with Sare and really Rivka was married to Ruvain, so he's basically doing Yibum with the sister of Rivka who he has a Zika with, right? So that's a problem. So therefore you can't have Shimon and Levi do Yibum with Sare and Rivka respectively. Um, because in the event that Rivka was the one married to Ruven, so then when Shimon does Yibum with Sare, so he's basically sleeping with Achos Zkukaso, which we don't want. However, says the Mishnah, if they both do Yibum, so uh, Shimon does Yibum with Sare, and uh, Levi does Yibum with Rivka, so at least retroactively, Mimele, when Shimon does, no, when Levi does Yibum with Rivka, so then Yibum was performed. And once Yibum was performed with Rivka, there's no longer a Zika with Shimon. And at that point, Shimon being married to Sarah is, is not a problem because it's not um, Achaz Kukoso anymore. It's simply um, Shimon's married to one sister and Levi's married to another sister. Fine. So let's start over. And w- w- once we understand this, you know, the rest of the mission is a few different scenarios, but it's, um, you know, it's all the same idea. So let's start over. Mishakidesh Achas Mishteachayos. Ruven makes a balagan. He he's Mikadesh, one of two sisters. He doesn't Venyo Dei is a main Kiddush. He can't remember which one he was Mikadesh. No saying get Lazov, get Lazov. He uh, gives he divorces both of them and starts over. Meis Velo Achas Velo Ach Echod. If Ruven dies and he's got a brother Shimon, Cholis Lishtein. So Shimon should just do Chalitza with both Sari and Rivke. Hayulo Shnaim, if Ruven had two brothers, Shimon and Levi, 
So Shimon does chalitza with Tsar, and Levi can either do chalitza or yibum with Rivka. Kadmu ve Kansu, if both Shimon and Levi married um, Sar, did yibum with Sar and Rivka respectively, we do not make them break anything up because, you know, once both of them did yibum with both of the, you know, Shimon did yibum with Sar, Levi did yibum with Rivka. So Mimela Yibum has been done and nobody is with sort of the sister of anybody he's not supposed to be with. Fine. Um, or anybody who is supposed to be with sister, I guess, arguably. Fine. Shnaim she kidshu shteachayos. Shnaim she kidshu shteachayos. Ze eno yodea ezo kidesh vze eno yodea ezo kidesh. So in this case, you have Reuven and Shimon, but Reuven and Shimon are not brothers. Reuven is Makadish Sarah, Shimon's Makadish Rivke, but they don't know who's Sarah and who's Rivke. One's Makadish one, the other's Makadish the other, but they they get mixed up. I don't know, maybe they're identical twins. Reuven's Makadish Sarah, Shimon's Makadish Rivka. All of a sudden, they both uh, uh, turn around, and now nobody knows who is Makadish who. So now, <clears throat> and I guess the sisters don't want to say. <laughs> Oh yeah, what happened to the sisters? Why can't they just be like, oh yeah, you were Makadish me? Maybe the sisters are like two years old. Friends, let's go on. Okay, fine. So again, so you have two uh, fellows, not related, Reuben and Shimon, and they're Makadish two sisters. Um, neither one knows who they were Makadish. So they both Reuven and Shimon should each give a get to both um, um, Sara and Rivka to make sure that they are certainly divorced. Mesu, if now Reuven and Shimon both die, each one has a brother. So um, so in this case, let Reuven's brother do chalitza with both Sar and Rivka, and Shimon's brother does chalitza with both Sar and Rivka, and that's done. Uh, if um, Reuven has one brother and Shimon has two brothers, so um, Reuven's brother does chalitza with both Sar and Rivka to make sure that that is, you know, settled. And then with regard to Shimon's two brothers, Echad Cholitz, so the first one is going to do Chalitza with Sarah, Ve'echad Miabim, and then at that point, if Rivka wants to, um, she could, uh, she, well, Sarah, no, with Rivka and Shimon's second brother, you know, if they want to, so, so they could do Yibum, because from the fact that the first brother did Chalitza with Sarah, so the second brother can do Yibum with Rivka, and either it's Yibum or it's marriage, but it's fine. And if these two brothers, right, if the if the uh, Shimon's two brothers both marry Sarah and Rivka, right, the first brother marries Sarah, the second brother marries Rivka, so as we said earlier, um, it's fine because since they both did Yibum, Yibum has been done, and, and they're both okay, at least after the fact. Um, if uh, Ruven has two brothers and Shimon has two brothers, 
echov shelze cholitz leachas ve so achiv shelze cholitz leachas ve achiv shelze cholitz leachas. So what you can do is well um one of them does right so let's say Ruvain's first brother does Chalitza with Sara um and uh, Shimon's first brother I guess can also do well no I guess does Chalitza with Rifke I guess and then um fine Vachov Shoze Cholitz fine where am I? So Achiv Shozeh Cholitz Lachas Vachiv Shozeh Cholitz Lachas Achiv Shozeh Miyabim Chalutzoso Shozeh Vachiv Shozeh Miyabim Chalutzoso Shel Zeh Right, exactly. So then the other brother, right, so again, so we said that the first, Shimon's first brother did Chalitza with Sara. Um, Ruvain's first brother did Chalitza with Sara. Shimon's first brother did Chalitza with Rivka. So now we're saying that um, Ruvain's second brother can now do um, uh, can now do Yibum with um, uh, uh, Rivka and Shimon's right, so Ruvain's second brother could do Chalitza with Rivka and Shimon's second brother do, could do Chalitza with Sara, which is basically like the other one and also again Mimele, Keilu. The first brother had already done Chalitza and with one of them and therefore the second brother can either do Chalitza or Yibum with the other one and, and you know that kind of um, the, the, there's no prohibitions going on here. Fine. Kadmu Shnaim ve Chaltsu. If um, Ruvain's, um, if both of Ruvain's brothers did Chalitza, lo yibmu Ashnaim el echad Cholitz vechad Miabim. So now, if so, Ruvain, both of Ruvain's brothers just did Chalitza, and they said, okay, we're done. So uh, Shimon's brothers, they can still one does Chalitza, the other one could do Yibum. And if Shimon's brothers both um, married uh, Sarah and Rivka, so then right, Kilo one married Sarah, one married Rivka. So so we leave it because uh, Yibum was definitely done at the end of the day. Well, Yibum or Chalitza. Says the Gemara, Shmamina Kedushin Chei Mesurin Leviya Havu Kedushin. So Gemara wants to say, well, it sounds like Kedushin that can never actually result in Bia is 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 nonetheless considered Kedushin because we're assuming that what we're talking about is that you know Ruvain was Mikadesh these two sisters and he never even knew he didn't even know who he was Mikadesh. So if he doesn't even know who's Mikadesh, so he, you know he, he just can never be with them at all. So it sounds like Shmamina Kedushin Shem Mesurin Leviya have a Kedushin that even this Kedushin which was fraught with uncertainty from the outset and therefore they would never actually be able to be with one another uh, nonetheless have a Kedushin is still considered Kedushin from the fact that it says that right, that, right, that you got to divorce both of them and for the Gemara no not necessarily here we're talking about where they initially he knew who he married initially right I don't know let's say they were identical twins he was Makadish, the one on the left. Turns around for a second, and now he, now he can't remember what happened. And I guess the sisters won't tell him. So, 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 um, he knew for like a second, but then he didn't know anymore. So at that second, it was, uh, Kedushin, which was Mesura Leviya. 
Dekanami, you can also infer that this is in fact the case. It says that right now he doesn't know who he was Makadish, but it doesn't mean that he never knew. Shmamina, fine. So my Kamash Malon. So wait, uh, there's a missing word. So Umay Kamash Malon. And what's it coming to teach us? So if that's the case, that Kilu, that, right, that they knew, so then what exactly the what, what's, what's the Kiddush? Kilu, if he was Makadish, one of the sisters, and now he doesn't know which one it is, so it was good Kiddushin, and he has to divorce both of them. What exactly is the, is the big Kiddush over here? So Seif, it's Tuichale. Well, the Kiddush is, is not the first part, but it's really the second part, which is Mace, that if he dies, Velo Ach Echod, and he has one brother, Cholitz L'Shtein, he, 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 he does Chalitza with both of them, Hayulo Shnaim, if he has two brothers, Echod Cholitz, Ve'echod Miyabim, one of them does chalitza, and then the other one can do yibam. Tavka michalitz v'hadu yabume. However, the the right the point is that first, the the the, the right the first brother needs to do chalitza, and only then can the second brother do yibum. Aval yabume breishelo tikapogabachos kukaso. But uh, you wouldn't first be able to do yibum, right? Meaning only. So if you have the two brothers, Reuven and Shimon, or, or no, Reuven died. Now you have Shimon and Levi. Shimon. Davka needs to do Chalitza first with Sarah. By doing Chalitza with Sarah, so then we say Mimanavshach. Okay, if Sarah was the one who was married to Reuven, so then Chalitza was done, and now Levi is free to marry uh, uh, Rivka. If uh, uh, Sarah was not the one married to uh, uh, Reuven, well then Levi is doing Yibum with uh, Rivka. So, Kilu by by by. Uh, uh, Shimon doing Chalitza with Sarah, so that is what enables Shimon to be able to do Yibum with Rivke. Um, but the other way around wouldn't work. If, if Shimon is the one who does Yibum with Sarah, well, what if Rivke is the one who was married to Reuven? Then he's, um, uh, he, he's, he's marrying or sleeping with uh, the sister of Rivke, who is really who he needs to be with. So you gotta do Chalitza first. So if we had uh, two, right, Reuven and Shimon were Makadish, Sar and Rivka, and they don't know who was Makadish, who, Kedushin, Shemesun, Levia, Hamukadushin. So I want to say, just like we said earlier, that, well, Kedushin that would be unable to lead to Bia is not Kedushin, because if they don't know who they married, then uh, they're just kind of stuck from the outset. So, this is the same thing. They knew at some point, but then, then, then they didn't know anymore. So we can also infer from the fact that it says that he doesn't know right now who his wife is, but he knew at one point. So what's the Chiddush? Well, we need it for the next part. If um, they both Reuven and Shimon die, Reuven has one brother, Shimon has two brothers. Uh, one of them does chalitza with both of them, and the other one, so the first one can do chalitza, the second one can do yibum, pshit, this is obvious. Hanuesha, isn't that the same thing as basically the first part? So, ma'udatim, I may have thought, ligzer tre atuchad, kamash malon. I may have thought to say that we should make a gezerah when there's two brothers because of, right, the situation when there's only one brother, v'davka michalitz, brother yabume, abay yabume b'reishelo, the kapalga bivama l'shok. So I may have thought to say that even when there's two brothers, that uh, nobody does Yibun, just like the one brother who does Chalitza. So um, we say that no, the second one could do Yibun. And, and we say that Davka 
Michalitz father Yabume, the first brother first does Chalitza and then Yibum Aval, Yabumi Bereisha low, but you wouldn't be able to do um, 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 Yibum first. Meaning you specifically need the the first brother to do Chalitza before the other brothers could do Yibum, right? Meaning this talk, whoa, this talking about a situation where um, Ruvain. Uh, wait, what, 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 right, Reuven had one brother and Shimon had two brothers. So we're saying specifically Reuven's one brother needs to first do Chalitza with both Sarah and Rivka and only then would be, would we be able to say that Shimon's two brothers, the first one can do Chalitza and the second one can do Yibum because if Reuven's brother didn't do, uh, Chalitza first and then let's say the second of Shimon's two brothers does Yibum with, um, Rivka, but what happens if Rivka was really married to Ruven, which means that she's really the Yevama of Ruven's brother. So she's not allowed, right? If, if, if the Ruven's, if Ruven's brother didn't yet do Chalitza with Rivka and she was the one who was married to Ruven, well then when Shimon's second brother then does even with her, he's basically marrying somebody who never, and nobody ever did Chalitza with her. So that would be a problem. So we, we do need Ruven's um, brother to first do Chalitza before we could recommend that Shimon's first brother does Chalitza with Sarah and, and Shimon's second brother can do Yibum with Rivka. Friends, I gotta run. Peace out.